Welcome to the Skills Future Let's Chat podcast. I'm your host, Matilda De Silva. As we welcome the new year, it's also a great time to do some goal setting. So today, Clara and Simon are going to be sharing with us how we can set efficient goals and also achieve them at the end of the year. Welcome to the show, Simon and Clara. Could you introduce yourselves and share a bit more about what you do? Sure. My name is Simon Wong. I'm an executive coach and trainer for the past 20 years. I'm Clara. I'm a professional home organizer and commerce consultant. So I'm really excited to meet you, Clara and Simon, because there's going to be so many things that will change my life. not just uh, everybody listening in. I think, you know, at the start of the year, it's 2023, everybody talks about New Year resolutions. So in your experience, is goal setting important? Absolutely. When you have a goal, it's kind of like focuses attention to realize something that is really important to you. When you have a plan, especially when you plan for career progression, then they kind of give you a very conscious attempt to realize what you want in your life. I think a goal at the very core is a hope. Like we hope to be better, healthier, fitter, better looking or richer. So a goal helps us make it into tangible how-to and how to get there. Why is it important to get organized? An organized home is a reflection of your mental state. Ooh. (laughs) Okay, I'm immediately Um, thinking about my own. Yeah, so choosing what remains in your home through the whole tidying process allows you to start talking to yourself to affirm what you need what you want and being comfortable with yourself with saying, no, I don't need this anymore. I don't need this item in my life. And this translates actually even into people and activities that take up your time, that you are comfortable with telling people, no, not today. Setting boundaries at home allows you to set boundaries. And then we save the time for people that matter, for things that matter, and most importantly for yourself. We are honing our decision-making skills. Let it go. Sometimes it's a sense of, of security, right? When we're hoarding and like, you know, keeping a whole lot of stuff. You know, there's this story or a sense of attachment to some of these things and why we don't want to let go of that. How do you help people to find the space to let go and allow um, new energy to come into their, let's say, home space? So there's basically two reasons why we keep the things. A hang on to the past or a fear for the future. A lot of people keep things because of sentimental reasons or they just think that one day I need it. If I discard it today, what if I need it tomorrow? What if I need it next week? So that's the fear of the future. And I advise them, think about your present self. Enjoy what you have today. Stop thinking about tomorrow or the next week where you will need this. Just decide on what to keep by whether this thing makes you happy today and the effect or the outcome this tool, this item can bring you. Simon, big question. If career progression is the goal, what are the steps towards achieving it? Well, the first step is really about having to take stock about your own hard skills and soft skills. So you can access those information if you're not clear about it. Skill future, there's a long list of skills that one can develop. And soft skills, uh, for example, it could be emotional intelligence, it could be communication or even facilitation. So that would be the first step, take stock. Number two, then you kind of like think about what is it that I need more of to be more effective in what I'm doing now? If you are an engineer or if you are a project manager or if you are you know, head of department or country head, what is it that I need more of in order to be more effective or excellent in what I'm doing in my current role? So, but sometimes you don't know what you don't know. How do you find exactly what that more of is? 360. There's this thing called 360 feedback. Uh, if you use a professional 360 feedback, you can ask the stakeholder. 
they are the best person to tell you. First, you have your own assessment, then you have a stakeholder, uh, your customers, for example. What is it that you are enjoying from us that you keep coming back to buy from us or having our service? And then what would you like to have more of? That will give you an idea that perhaps there's a gap that you want to develop, and then we'll kind of like, you know, make a list about things that you want to do more of so that you'll be more effective in your current job. Uh, once you're good at what you're doing, of course, you have an eye for your career progression. Where do I want to be? They're saying one year down the road or two years down the road. And from there, then you ask, suppose I'm there now, what's the difference between that and now? What What's the gap? What are, is, is it a hard skill that I need more of? Is it a soft skill that I need more of? Then that will set you the directions and to plan all the uh, multiple goals towards that direction to achieve that. So we create a questionnaire that we can even send to our own boss and say, what are more things that we should improve or what's the gap? Yeah, Would you so, even suggest that? Yeah, especially in performance evaluation, you come to the point, you know, how do you go about performance evaluation? If you are evaluated, then say, you know, you, I'm judging you instead of me judging you, then you ask me the question, what do you want to see more of or what do you see me doing more of that will tell you that I'm doing a great job? How do we overcome inertia? Setting a goal and getting to where we want to be would mean we give up something that we have always been so comfortable with. So mm. that's the inertial. So I guess that's when we really ask ourselves, do you want this and how much do you want it? So we got to be very clear on that and hang on to that on how much we want the angle. And if we don't get there, are you happy with yourself right now? How unhappy would you be with yourself at the end of one year if you are not anywhere near the goal? So after we really talk to ourselves and establish within ourselves that how much we want to get to there, then we start working towards it. How do we also adjust ourselves in terms of uh, when we're setting goals and having that focus on what it is that we want for 2023? How do we calibrate ourselves in the workplace? I think the first thing we do is every year I do a simplify and amplify. Simplify and, and amplify. amplify. Okay, yeah. I like that. As a year-end resolution, if you look at it as a way, as an opportunity for us, what is it that I like to simplify? What is it that I want to amplify? Amplify means things that are important for me 2023 so that my mind is clear and is, you know I can focus on something that I really want so if you are a career executive then you say ah, there's a lot of opportunity out there be clear about what you want more of to amplify more of is it a specific capabilities that you want to develop for example emotional intelligence or even creativity or building relationship or networking focus on something that is really important that will help you in your career development and let go of stuff that are, you know, cluttering. Clara and Simon, or do a little mini activity with us to help us identify and set our goals and, you know, even plan to achieve our goals. Okay, so I do a lot of this with my clients because they come to me, of course, uh, wanting a tidier and more organized home. The activity I do with them is to visualize your ideal home. And by that, I mean going very specific. At the end of a long work day, when you open your door, what do you want to see? Where do you put your bag down? Where do you keep your shoes? Look at your dining table, what's on it? Look at your coffee table, what's on it? Walk into your bedroom, what do you see? And when you open your wardrobe, what do you see hanging? What do you see folded? After we go through this, a lot of times my clients will have an idealized version of how their home should look like and their current state. And so we work on that basis, like always have this ideal version of your home in your mind and we work towards that. Just a visualization uh, exercise. Ah, okay. All right. Thank you very much, Clara. Simon, something similar? 
Um, well, I do this with my client often, and uh, perhaps I can invite you to be the to, guinea pig. To, to sure, the guinea pig let's to try. experiment on this. <laughs> um, you have a you know your fitness goal or health goal. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to use props. Okay, so let's use props. Yeah. Okay, what do we have in front of us, Simon? So we have three cups here. Yeah. So I'd like you to think about your goal. You got it? I have it in mind. Yes. Okay. So think about your goal, and suppose you achieve your goal, and be there. Breathe it in. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And notice what you feel different. Okay, okay, got it. Got yes, it. It's, okay. it's a good feel? It's a good feel, yeah. Why is that important for you? Oh, here's the magic moment. It's like uh, you've all that achievement, right? And like, you know, it's something that you said you're going to do and you stick to it and you did it. Mm-hmm. The, the achievement, I think it's the achievement. What does That's it mean to you now that you achieved this? Uh... It's a, not just a, a lifestyle change. It's, okay. it, it would impact many aspects of my life. What become possible that was not possible before, now that you achieve your goal? Uh, mobility, I think. Mobility? Yeah, mobility. What does that give you? Feel young again. Okay, <laughs> that's good. I reverse uh, the process of aging. Uh-huh. Okay. So what becomes possible, so don't have to tell me, entertain those thoughts because those will be their next level of goals Ooh, moving forward. Okay. okay. Got it? Okay. Now, suppose that is your goal. So there's, there's uh, three cups in front of me. I'm just going to visualize this yes. on the cup that's right. Yes, they're presented. The See yourself. Okay. Matilda here, achieve goal. Okay, good. She looks good. Okay. She looks good. Okay. I'd like you to extend your hand and just hold the cup. As though you achieve, you're moving towards it. Really hold it? Okay, okay. So I'm I'm reaching towards it and then I... Hold it. Okay. Feel it. Now, imagine you have now achieved the goal. Okay. What date is that? Oh. Don't ever tell me. Okay, I've got that date in mind. Are you committed to that? (laughs) Okay, I touched this cup and now I'm committed to it. Okay, yes. Yes, huh? Okay, good. Go for it. So let's see what happened after. Now promise yourself after you did it and notice what changed. Likewise, when you look at uh, career planning, it's the same thing Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of uh, where you want to be. If you are executive where you want to be, visualize it. And so if often I get them to walk on space, so create space instead of cups. So they walk towards the future and walk backward. So in this this case, spatial, you get your body involved in the action instead of just staying up here. So you take actions. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Clara, how do you stay motivated to keep everything tidy and stored away neatly? Um, More like actionable items, like for example, to keep a home tidy, it's just important to to put things back to where they were. That becomes a habit after a while, like, you know, every time you use your scissors, put it back. Every time you use a towel, hang it back. Just very actionable items to maintain what you already achieved. And one thing I found very useful is the phrase better than nothing. Baby steps, baby steps, like for example, going to the gym. It's not easy, right, to go to the gym every day or like three times a week. But then tell yourself better than nothing. Put on your shoes, get to the gym, make a pact with yourself. When you're there, you'll be like, fine. Let's just I'll do walk it. Five minutes on the treadmill. Okay. Okay. And some days that's totally fine. Like five minutes on the treadmill. And some days you'll be like, five minutes I still have some energy 10 minutes 15 minutes and then we build up on that so work on that better than nothing don't just say oh it's not a good day today just get there if your target is to read a book Mm -hmm. to improve yourself or your career two pages or just one paragraph just tell yourself better than nothing little bit okay yeah Simon how do you stay motivated on you know on the path towards your career goals 
Very, very important question that uh, we set goals. Goal setting is not difficult, so it's quite easy. Once you set a clear goal, so we say 50% of the job's done because you then automatically know how to go and get it. But then you were saying a lot of people set resolution and then don't follow through after one week or even the next day they've forgotten all about it. So one thing that I get my client to do is to have a journal. So we would say journal, does it work or does it not work? So I tested it for past three years. So I make it a point every day I do a journal. Let's say if you're doing career planning and then uh, and trying to achieve your goals in your career, then the journal is a very good space for, I will plan it the day before. What outcome? I work more on outcome rather than the goal. Outcome is the results of the goal. Suppose the goal is to present, let's say, three presentation in a major environment, like you know, 100, 200 people. What's the outcome that I'm interested? The outcome is effectiveness in communicating the message will be one of outcome. So the outcome is then I want to test it whether the people who listens to me got what I was trying to say. So that will be the outcome. So every day there's a reflection piece and hey, after actions and what is, what is it that I observe different? Am I happier or am I, am I becoming more and more effective as a communicator and etc. etc. So in that way you can track. So every time you track there's a progress, then you say, hey, give yourself an affirmation. Well done, you know. I make small little steps towards the goal. Oh, you physically pat yourself on you the can, back, like you, can, you know. As yeah, part why of the not? Whole, if nobody uh, okay. praise you, praise yourself. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> right. Self affirmation, yeah. I think, is important for doing something that you did well. So those are things. If you after, I I guarantee after three months, you keep doing it, it become a habit. Ooh. Yeah. So I use a day one journal. It's an app on my phone because when you journal, it's very important to be accessible. So nowadays, you can use a phone. So I can type in, for example, before I sleep, what is it that I want to accomplish the next day? So I use a specific template, day one journal. You can design your own template. I design one category called creative outcome. In terms of finding solutions to the problems that I'm facing or solutions to achieving my goal. So I write, what when I write down outcome means it's a past tense. Okay. What I've achieved. Yeah, so it's an outcome. So it can be two or three. Usually I don't have too many so that I can focus on and then the task that I need to do, and then the reflection piece. So the reflection piece is in midday, I will kind of look at it again. Oh, what have I accomplished? Oh, I accomplish nothing sometimes. <laughs> okay. Then, oh, it's okay time to too. do something. It's okay that's too. Okay yeah, too, right? you know, life catches up with you. Then it's to be able to adjust and be flexible and then do something about it and take actions. And then after the actions, I will have a reflection in the evening or before I sleep. What is it that I've accomplished? you know, some of the achievement or, you know, give myself a self-affirmation. So it doesn't take very long, maybe five minutes at most. So Clara and Simon, can you share with us some of your life hacks that you found particularly useful? Um, I think the most useful life hack that's very easy to do would be to designate a home for every of your item. What do I mean by that? Do you ever just use something and put it to the nearer surface because you don't know where to put it back to or spend a lot of time looking for things which are you don't know where it is? So when you designate a home for an item, you always put it back to the same place. You don't spend time looking for it and the house don't get messy. And for parents, this is actually a very useful tip for your children. Once they play with their toys, you let them know where these toys have their home. Oh. Once they finish playing with it, you know, make it a game like, oh, let's bring Teddy, let's bring Lego back to their, back home. To their home. Nice. And one. young children 
always, always cooperate because they understand that, you know, toys being at home would feel happy. And they understand the concept of home as well. Yes. And so instead of telling them, put back your toys, tell them, bring your toys home. And they have an emotional buy-in. Yes. Oh, lovely. That's a great hack, especially with kids. Yes. Simon? Oh, well, um, there's one thing that I constantly do is I follow this principle, what works do more in in better young career or personal development. What works do more often, I find that um, people focus on what does not work. So what works do more is kind of like in search of things that works using like a torch like examine when something that don't goes well, then say, hey, what works you can do more of? What doesn't work, do something else. That's it. Excellent life hacks. Thank you so much to Clara Chu as well as Simon Wong for sharing with us your stories and experiences about setting new goals. We hope you have learned something which can be put to good use as we welcome the new year. Tune in to our Skills Future Let's Chat podcast series on Spotify for more lifelong learning topics for your career growth. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.